Hey, and welcome back to Parrot Gaming Productions, where this is interview number three within four days. So we're just knocking them out here. I've got Brian with me. Brian, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for, uh, as this week's guest. Alright, my name's Brian Peterson. Uh, I'm way too old to still be playing video games, but they just, <laughs> they're just fun. I don't know. It, I could have a much worse hobby. Yeah, yeah, model trains, spending way too much on actual replicas. Yeah, or you can combine the two and get that model or that train simulator where you just spend five thousand dollars on DLC. I don't know. I, I, I would never know about it. I, I take two looks at that and I'm just like, I'm not sure how that goes. I don't. <laughs> really, I've just, I've just seen posts about that stuff where somebody will be like, if you want to experience the full game, you have to spend like six thousand dollars to get all the trains. I guess I don't know. I don't do the trains anymore. Oh, all right. <laughs> that that's something interesting that we're gonna let look into. Uh, so uh, you know, in your little in your little biography that you that you kind of gave me here, you you've got a PC, you've got a PlayStation, and a Switch, and I can definitely tell you've got the kind of PC setup that I'm interested in. Is that your second screen that's sitting right next to you there? It is. This is my wife hates this, but this is my 4K monitor for my PS5. Because I, I have a 4K TV, but, like, then she couldn't be on the TV, and, like, mm. it's just... And then I can I can focus on a game whenever I'm sitting here on a monitor. Okay. Yeah, I, I've got the same where I've got my, my 1440 hertz right in front of me, and then I've got my Black Friday special 65-inch uh, 4K TV oh, just yeah. sitting next to me, which was... I thought it was going to be, like, small enough, but, uh, I mean, it's it's been fun playing, like, Madnon and stuff like that, so, right. I don't know. Um, have you uh, have you ever seen people who rented out those theaters to play video games, where, like, they rent out, like, a... No? No. I mean, I know that that happens, but no, I've never experienced that or seen, known anybody that did it. I think that would be pretty awesome to play, like, Madden or, or like, Call of Duty or something like that, where you rent out an entire yeah. theater and just go for it. So, uh... No. Okay, so P PC, PlayStation, and Switch. What what do you play on the Switch? What's what's your kind of go to with the Switch? Honestly, I don't play much on there. I I mostly got it for my wife for Animal Crossing. Yeah. I played I played some uh, Stardew Valley on there. Even though I played it on PC also. Mm -hmm. uh, I play some Super Mario Odyssey, which I was having fun with, but I don't know. It's just I got to charge a thing. I I sadly could not <laughs> find the actual switch that has the dock and stuff i only found the light which i mean yeah it's cheaper but i hate losing that functionality i don't like playing with those tiny controllers personally okay so um you know that makes sense because i had animal crossing for a while and uh, even though it was fun the portability of it i you know i'm, I'm very much still of, of the same mindset that you're talking about where you know you dock it you plug in the controller you kind of go uh, Animal Crossing did it, it did feel a little bit better on a bigger TV. Uh, that's really all I ever had the Switch for. I did end up getting rid of the Switch because, I mean, you don't touch something for a couple of months and you're just like, why even bother? Why do I have it? Yeah, I mean, my wife hasn't played it in a while. I obviously haven't touched it, but yeah. I don't, mostly, mostly I I kind of she wanted Animal Crossing and I mostly kind of pushed her into getting the Switch to play Animal Crossing so that eventually, if Bayonetta three ever comes out, I can play it, but. That game's never coming out. <laughs> well, it, so I'm, I'm not I'm not part of the Bayonetta series. I know who Bayonetta is for obvious reasons, but why yeah. is is it like Cyberpunk, where it's just super super delayed or something like that? It's just it's a character action game, like you know, uh, Devil May Cry, God of War style. Yeah. Game. I just enjoy those. 
It, well, is there a reason why it's super delayed in coming out, or is it just the publishers just taking forever? Platinum Games doesn't know how to make games anymore. I don't know. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. And uh, so with the uh, with the PC, is I, I always like to ask: Is your Steam library as full as mine, where you have like twenty, thirty games in total, but you only play like two or three? I get, yeah, I have a lot of games, and a lot of them are unplayed. Or like, I literally have a section in my library that's specifically for like I need to play these, and none of them are installed right now because I'm just like I, I'll get to that eventually. Like, uh, God, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, that Wild West game is kind of like Commandos. Okay. Play Commandos. Can't remember the name of it right now. Desperados Three. Desperados Three. All right. Yeah. And I was enjoying it a lot, but I was just like, ah, I need the hard drive space because Call of Duty takes up way too much oh. space for every update. So I'll uninstall that, and I'll get back to it. And I haven't, but that game was really fun, and I want to get back to it eventually. What What about it made it a, a great game? Like, what was it? What What kind of drew to what? Yeah, yeah. Words are hard right now. <laughs> words are hard. What was the draw? I don't. I, don't, I, I mean, I like Western Western setting stuff anyway because. Stupid, I guess. I don't know, but <laughs> well, but, um, I mean, every, every, every like uh, everyone enjoys a good old western. I mean, look at Red Dead Redemption, that yeah. whole series. I mean, there's no way that it's that that massive, and you know, a lot of people just love that western old school style of video gaming. I I don't see why that would make you stupid, man. I mean, if anything, it, it lumps you into a, a nice little group. Yeah, but it, it's Desperados Three is just like a strategy. Like, you kind of plan out moves, and I don't know. Mm. Sometimes I enjoy that, but I feel like getting far in that game would eventually anger me. Just XCOM. I love playing XCOMs, but once I get, like, 80% through the game, like, it gets too hard for me. But yet I refuse um. to play it on easy, so cause I'm an idiot. No, I, I, I feel you. Um, uh, most recently, I'm doing a Fallout 4 playthrough where I'm, I'm trying to be a Jedi. Like, I'm, I've got a lightsaber with a... I've got, like, yeah. I've got, like, 40 or 50 mods on, and I'm, like... I can't just beat this on easy. Like I'm, I'm tired of beating on easy. So I've got it on. I think I've got it on a hard mode with like realistic bal ballistics, and I've, I'm kind of upping the ante, and and I'm finding combat to be a little bit more difficult than I anticipated this late on in the yeah. game. And I simply just go, I'm, I'm gonna beat this on hard with all these extra difficulties. I'm and, it's uh, I, I stopped for a little bit. I haven't played in like two days because of because of the frustration. But I feel you. It's like, I, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it right. You know. Yeah, I try to usually with certain types of games like I'll, I'll try to play on the hardest difficulty available and that bit me in the butt with God of War 3 whenever Ooh. I was playing through that game I got through almost all the game but there's a, a part very late in the game where you're going like up or down this elevator type thing and mm -hmm. it's just it just sends so many things at you and I kept almost beating it and eventually it was just like hey do you, like because I was on the hardest, it asked me if I wanted to kick it down all the way to the <laughs> easiest, and I was like, I wish it would just take it one notch lower. Like, yeah, because that was that was bad. Didn't get the trophy for beating that thing, or whatever the hardest one was. It, are are you a trophy hunter? It, it it depends on the game. I mean, yes and no. Like certain game, like Spider Man, I'll I'll try to platinum that. I'll like certain games I will. Certain ones I just don't care enough. Now I I love Spider Man. I love him to death. I I remember I played on the play, PlayStation Four. Has um, has is it is it much different? Like have, like um, what am I trying to say here? The Miles Morales expansion. Do you have that? 
Yeah. Is it worth uh, it? I, I enjoyed it a lot. Like, I feel like the combat was a lot smoother. Like, I don't know. I, I felt like it was uh, an improvement. I'm curious to see whenever they come up with the, you know, Spider-Man 2, if they kind of add some of that back to Peter Parker or, mm-hmm. or if they just kind of keep them separate. I mean, obviously, Peter Parker won't go invisible, but... Yeah. I I love the uh, I love swinging around New York. Like I I I've, I think I made it like three quarters of the way through the game, and I'd just be swinging around uh, New York and having a lot of fun. And it was it was great experience. I loved it. it the only problem was you'd, you'd run into combat, so I, I restarted the game, and I'd like I would just this was my playthrough to just swing around New York and do whatever. It just I mean I don't know what it was, but just swinging around New York, it felt yeah. it felt like a, a mini game in and of itself. Like it was just way too much fun. Yeah, way too much fun. Uh, so, Ghost of uh, Tsushima. You you had mentioned that in some of your top video games here. That's the samurai one, right? Where like yeah. where you team off against somebody in like a in kind of like a three D style battle royale or not battle royale a three D octagon. Uh no oh you I think you're thinking of Naraka. A uh, Naraka. Okay. I have that one on there also. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is just an open world game. It kind of reminds me of the older. Assassin's Creed games. Okay. Back whenever they had actual decent combat. I mean, this combat's great in Ghost of Tsushima, but... Oh. I, uh, yeah. I, I don't care for the new Assassin's Creed uh, combat. I know it's more RPG, and I don't know. It just doesn't feel as good. Doesn't feel as good. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant on Valhalla, because, you know, I've, I've had a lot of... I've played a lot of the Assassin's Creeds, and I, I do like them. But at some point in time, uh, it, you know, it kind of goes back to that hard, that hard difficulty, where you know it gets to a point where you're you're taking on these enemies and where you come with like a, a back a back kill, and the back kill does you know doesn't do enough damage and you get into these massive brawls and it just it doesn't seem worth it. I remember I think it was Odyssey where it's set in Rome, where yeah. you would uh, you would have bounty hunters come after you and i'm like level five or ten or whatever in the game and i've got like a level 15 bounty hunter it's like this almost doesn't like it it almost discourages just slaughter and killing of everything and i didn't like that it it made me upsetty spaghetti so i don't know yeah like that's that's one of the changes that i don't like is because they have like levels and loot and stuff like yeah backstab's not always going to kill now i don't know if odyssey did it i did stupidly purchase Valhalla because I got that and Legion in like a bundle or something that was mm-hmm. fairly cheap and it was early PS5 days so I was like I need to I need something yeah. to play need to play everything so I and they, in that one it has an option where you can have the backstab kill instantly like if you nice. stick up on somebody and I feel like that should be like I'm an assassin <laughs> yeah <laughs> stabbing you and doing 20% damage because my knife isn't as good or whatever yeah, that, that, why would that even be an option? If if I come from behind and get you in the neck, you you probably should perish, you know. Unless, yeah. you know, because I'm looking at uh, Naraka Blade Point here, and I'm looking at some of the people with with their armor. It's like, no, I, I maybe understand where, you know, uh, there, uh, like in D and D, where you roll for a critical hit or something like that, and you know, you just maybe just miss. You'll still stab him, but you know, it's it's maybe a, a slight miss, and it doesn't go through there. But I I am kind of looking at at a quick little quick little glance here for uh naraka you can actually have guns in the game is what it looks like yeah that's 
that game needs a lot of balance. I enjoy playing it, but like there, there's a repeater crossbow that just shoots 60, 60 or 80 rounds. <laughs> crossbow wow. bolts. But then they'll have like a pistol that holds like five that isn't very good. Like I, there's just a lot of weird balance things where, or a musket that holds 12 that's hard to <laughs> aim and shoot. Like, uh, so with Naraka, a lot of it is you. It's it's one v one combat with you and somebody else. Is uh no, it, no? it's a battle royale. It's I a mean, battle they royale. Have, they have solos and then they have uh, trios. I don't know how many of the max. I don't know how how much it goes up to. I feel like it's sixty or something. Okay, is there a is there like a, a meta? Because I know a lot of games that are out now that are the the PvP or battle royale stylish games, they have a lot of metas. Is there like a meta setup that a lot of people use? Um, the spear is very overpowered. I feel like a lot of people play. I can't remember the. I think it's Matari or some character that can like blink and kind of like warp, and then she can go invisible as her ult. I feel like I see a lot of people playing that because it's you can use it offensively or defensively. Mm -hmm. I play as a person who just throws a giant sword that just rotates around and hurts people. <laughs> All right, is there a it because uh, a lot of like a lot of the fighting games that I've noticed more because uh, like fighting games and I I go back to Tekken three where you know everyone's uh, everyone's basically on the same level and it's just it's a little bit more skill based instead of timing. Is is it down to like where uh, you know this chick's super quick and swift, where she could bounce around the map like nobody's business, and then you got the big lumbering ogre with the giant sword, where if you pull off a hit, you're gonna do some damage, but it's it's difficult to pull off a hit as some of those main tanks. Uh, no, it mostly comes down to the weapons. The weapons have different combos associated. Like the great sword, yeah, it's slow, but yeah, it'll hit you hard. Okay. I don't think any of the characters move faster or slower depending on their size but yeah just some of them have you know something to get get away faster or teleport i guess all right but. is is there a it, it which because it, it's it's a little interesting to me to play a battle royale style game with you know setting the uh, yeah <laughs> setting setting old school uh, kind of feel of Japan. Is, is there something a little bit different about it? Because you said that you play PUBG as well, too. Is there anything that draws you a little bit more to this than, say, something like PUBG? Uh, movement. Like, you get a grappling hook, so you can kind of... There's just good techniques there. PUBG, I, I've played it a lot, and I hate it. I don't know why <laughs> I still play it. Usually, usually I play it on Saturday with my brother and a friend of ours, and it's just... It's fun to just play a game with people that we used to play, but it, it's very frustrating at times. And I I put I picked up uh, PUBG about two or three times, and I think I lasted like I picked up a weapon. I think I picked up a 1911 and a shotgun, and that was about as far as I got into the game. And I was just like, nope, I'm done. This is too. There, there's there. I, I hit games where you have to be exquisitely good right off the bat, or you're just you're always going to be at a deficit. Yeah. I... Yeah, I don't know. That that game is very frustrating because PUBG, I don't know. It's hard to describe, but like it feels like sometimes it has amazing like uh, gunplay, and then other mm -hmm. times it feels like just total trash. But the movement sucks. Like I'm shocked that it's been out so long and they still haven't done anything about the movement. Like in some ways, it's good because in Call of Duty, everybody's just sliding, slide canceling everywhere and mm -hmm. just bunny hopping every, all over the place. You don't have as much of that in PUBG, but sometimes it's just like to climb over a wall, it takes you like five seconds. And it's just like, I'm getting shot in my butthole. Like, let me get over this wall. 
that I, that's why I'm a big fan of Battlefield. There, you can't slide cancel. It's you know, it's very like that was the draw for me because I was a, I'm a veteran. Like that was the draw for me. I, I think it was Norshile Canals. Everyone knows that. Um, I had a I had the 240 set up and I just I put the bipod down, set it down, and I had myself a killing field. And it was at that moment in time that I was like, this game is legit. This is how I like to play. Nobody was bunny hopping around. Nobody was doing the you know the 360 no scopes. You know. You legitimately had to have skill to play the game, and I feel like, um, especially with Call of Duty, you know, it, it almost feels like if if you can master so, the the bunny hops and the the slide cancels and, and this that, I just I don't drop I don't understand. Yeah, drop shots. I it just it's annoying. It's so annoying. Yeah, I, I enjoy Battlefield more most of the time, but I mean, Call of Duty comes out with a new piece of trash game every year <laughs> although i did play the, the call of duty vanguard beta on the playstation and i'm not buying that game oh if that bad if, if, if it's gifted to me i will accept it but i am definitely not buying that game it is it's the worst call of duty experience i've ever had i mean it, it doesn't wow. help them that they put in they, they they put some new mode in called champion hill and it's like eight teams of two and it's like but you it's like you versus a team you play for like three minutes and then however many lives you lose there you go into the next round fighting a different random team it's weird there's like buy there's like at the start of the round you buy stuff and then sometimes you get another buy station in the middle of your round it's it's very weird okay i did not enjoy it i know a lot of people are excited about rebirth like i know that <clears throat> that game mode is actually pretty big with a lot of streamers now because it's no more of this you die you go gulag or you get bought back it, it seems like you just kind of keep coming back and coming back and you keep fighting and it, it's a bit more uh gameplay oriented instead of you know the the kind of one and done which which is why i hated warzone to begin with i remember warzone came out i had a couple of buddies like force me to try it and i just it's not fun it's just not fun because if you don't uh, you know, I watch a lot of the the YouTube shorts, or a lot of the the and the YouTube shorts turn out to be just TikToks. But you see these guys that are just like laser on it, and you're like, how do you control that? Like, how is there that no? You know, how do you control that? It just it's frustrating. Yeah, I've gotten decent at controlling recoil, but yeah, some people it's just a literal laser beam that does not jump at all. Yeah, those people are probably cheating. I do accuse everybody of cheating in every game, especially Warzone. <laughs> I've I've uh, I I like to uh, I like to stick to uh, to be honest with you like I like to stick to the single player. That's the only reason why I bought Call of Duty: The Modern Warfare when it came out. The storyline I thought the story was going to be a little bit more in uh, more built upon, and I did have fun with the storyline. I did like how the seasons were kind of building a story, but it felt like they were really pushing towards Warzone, and I just I couldn't get behind it. You know I don't. It's just it's it's not fun. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean I've I've had fun with Warzone, but yeah. I've had a lot of frustrating moments with Warzone. I, I do enjoy Rebirth more because I, whenever they first announced Warzone, I thought the Gulag sounded awesome. I was like, okay, cool, you get a second yeah. chance. And now I hate the Gulag more than anything because it's just random weapons. It's like sometimes they just put you with dual deagles, and it's like this sucks. I just, like I can't hit anything. With this. I, I, I don't like the Gulag. I've literally my nephew hates it because he, he plays a lot of Warzone. Mm -hmm. And I, whenever I'm playing that game, I'm just like they should remove self revive. And I, I still stand by this: remove self revive, remove Gulag. I, I hate those two things. So basically, especially since the, especially since the self revive, you can use it. 
it, it's you know a little circle and you can mm -hmm. fill it up most of the way and then your teammate can come over and just tap you and then you still have your self revive like it doesn't use it up if somebody just finishes the self the revive and yeah it's, it's broken I, I see a lot of streamers do that where they'll have a self revive and they'll just you know keep going back yeah. at it and it's like I'll, I'll get to you in a second tim and it's like no like no come on man um I, I think that would actually make the game a little bit more interesting. Um, another thing that streamers have been really pissed off about is dead silences, like everywhere. And I, I have I have one one caveat to dead silence. Uh, I was a cop in the military, and they literally taught us. They call it tactically walking. It, it's not. It's it's a legit fucking thing. And uh, the you know snipers and all those people go way more heavily into it. But you can learn to walk very quietly, very quickly. Knock it off. I will find you. Stop it. Um, sorry. You, they, they get talkative during the day. Uh, but yeah, like, legitimately, you could walk very quietly around a corner and no one would know you're coming. It's, you know, it's it's a legit thing, which is weird. Where they're like, let's take out dead silence. It's like, no, you can legit do this in real world. They, they, I do think they need a counter to it, because yeah. as it is, there is no counter. Like, usually they have, like, a perk that lets you hear people, like, it lets you hear, hear them a little bit better, and then normal people way better. And I just, yeah, they need to, like, I've heard, because they have high alert, which is, if somebody's aiming at you, it'll show, like, which direction they're aiming at you from. Yeah. And I think to, to buff that, you should put it to where you can hear people's footsteps who have dead silence, you know? Well, even like, a, yeah, if you're running, like if you're sprinting hardcore, yeah. there you can't tactically sprint. You know, there's no yeah. tactical sprint. So, um, yeah. Any anything else that like, because uh, I know didn't they do like a huge? And didn't they do like a huge uh, debuff and buff on the, on the on a lot of the the weapons that they have? I I I think I've played one round of the new season. Oh, okay. Because usually I won't play it solo. Like only if somebody else is playing. My nephew hasn't been playing it as much lately. Dealing with college or whatever. Oh yeah, no, I know, I know what you're talking about. I have those games where I they're only installed because, you know, every so often my friend uh, Natalie she jumps on every once in a while and it's like, all right, I know that these games are gonna be something that she's gonna want to play, so I keep them installed just specifically for her whenever she decides to jump on. And I don't play it, but you know, like half the reason why I have them is because. You know, she either gift them to me or we. You know, that's the that's our go to game that we play just simply because yeah. it's there. Um, I I am curious here because uh, uh, I can kind of relate. This was kind of like when I, uh, I guess I had my opening to video games here. You said all of the Metal Gear Solid on on PlayStation X. Are you talking about PlayStation One, like the OG? Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. So Metal Gear Solid is that like. Was that just a game that you grew up on? Did it did it get get a hold of you? Like what kind of you know run me through how that happened? I think just the first one, the I mean the the first Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation. I think released whenever I was about thirteen, and I played it. And because it was you know cinematic, I know people hate that word, but <laughs> because it you know it had it had a story that I cared about. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, it just hit me different, and I would play through that a million times. And, I mean, since then, there's been a bunch of games that do that. But, but yeah. I don't know, that was the first one where, yeah, I just I just wanted to play that game only, pretty much. Well, what? Uh, so when you talk about it being cinematic, what... They explain that to me, because I, I, I have an idea in my head, but I want to hear your idea. Like, the cutscenes combined with the music and the voice acting and everything, I mean... Yeah, there were other games that had cinematics, but they weren't as, you know, 
movie-like as that game. Yeah, so, so you feel like it, it made it more, uh, a legit more a game. Like, it, it made it more of an experience to play other than just your standard, you know, let's, you know, cock lock and ready to rock. Yeah. Alright. Uh, well, I enjoy those games too. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, that's that's 100% for sure. And uh, uh, just so that we're on the same page here, we're talking about the 1998 OG Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation, right? Yeah, so yeah. I guess I would have been 14. I, uh, no, it, it's alright. I just, I like to make sure we're talking about the same game because this is a game that I legitimately, like, this was my first actual immersion into a, a, a you know, something that wasn't Tekken or Spyro or something like that. And I remember, uh, fighting that, uh, what was that guy's name? Was it Ocelot? Not Ocelot. I think he was kind of easy. Um, Psychomantis? Psychomantis. That guy. Uh, didn't know how to beat him. Didn't know how yeah, to beat him. They make you tell you to unplug the controller and plug it into player port two. That's what. Yeah, Kojima does crazy stuff. Where yeah, I think there's multiple ways to beat him. I can't remember. I think you can shoot the statues or something. I don't know. There's like three ways to beat him. But like, uh, so I went to uh, I went to some some random country in the desert when I was deployed. And I bought a, like a uh, I bought a Nintendo DS, right? You know, with a dual screen or whatever. Yep. And in one of the uh, <clears throat> in in the game, I I, I bought a it was a Zelda game. I, f I forget what it was, but I had to take a stamp from the top, put it on the map below, and yep. um, couldn't figure out how to do it. You you just closed it. You closed it and then opened oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard and that. I was like, <laughs> like I got super pissed off, and I closed it, and I threw it, and I was like, fuck this game. And I remember I I left it on. And I was like, ah, I should probably save it. And I was like, it it, it transferred. Like, okay, like I was like, what the fuck? And then, um, you know, blow out the candles. And I, I think I had a boomerang. And I'm throwing the boomerang. And my 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 roommate had the had the same thing. He's like, oh, get a blow on the microphone. And I was like, Whew. And I was like, are you serious? Like that? But like, and you you think of doing things like that in games now, where like we have virtual reality, we have mics, we have you know, I can literally say a phrase and my phone kicks on. Back in 1998, thinking of going, oh, yeah, just to have them pull out the controller and put it in, in slot two and have it read the slot. Like, where do you come up with that? How do you think of that? Like, what? That that and, like, you needed somebody's codec frequency and you had to look at the back of the box. They had that, which made it a pain if somebody was renting the game because you wouldn't <laughs> get the box. But, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just like that kind of interactive stuff. Especially, yeah, back in 1998, it was just, like, mind-blowing. I mean the 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 soldier vision thing, you know, where this is your vision, this is where they're looking, you yeah. know, the the AI the AI was smart-ish, like it. I just I the game was almost like revolutionary for its time, and now you look at what we have, and it's just, you know, everything's like a thousand times more insane. But at the same time, it's it's almost like Metal Gear may have kicked off that kind of that kind of games. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and. Now the series is dead, basically. <laughs> I remember trying to keep up with, like, I remember w playing through the series, and I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna understand the lore behind this game." Like, there's just it's too I mean, much. It, it, <laughs> it gets nuts for sure, but I still enjoyed all of them. And there's rumors that there's gonna be a remake of the first one again, but who knows? Yeah, it's been a rumor for a while now. I think. It would be nice. It would be nice. Um, yeah. I have I have a, a gripe here, and I wonder if you might be uh, be part of, of my mindset here. So, uh, Metal Gear Solid has a character 
who basically, uh, uh, what's her name? I know you know who I'm talking about. Is it quiet? Qui- yeah, I think it's quiet. Yeah, quiet. Where she's got to be in a bikini, otherwise, like she dies or something weird like that. The the yeah. hyper. How, how do you feel about like the the hypersexualization in video games? I don't mind it. I mean, oh, sorry. I, I don't, sorry. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I, I don't really mind it. Like, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to describe. Like, he had his. Kojima had his reason for making that character. Yeah, it's for sexualization of the characters, but I don't know. It doesn't bother me, but I understand how it can bother some people. Like, <laughs> it'd definitely be hard as a female <laughs> to just be like, oh, yeah, this is all I see. Just like the RPG armor situation uh, where like, yeah. I don't personally mind it, but, you know, I, don't, I, don't know. I, usually, I usually play as a female in games. Yeah. I it, allow that. I, I I very much play as a female in video games. I like I feel like it's almost an, an, an advantage at times, um, just simply because. That's, I'm so glad you said that because my brother used to make fun of me for doing it, and I was like, if if you're playing an MMO and you have a female character, people will just give you stuff. Yeah, that's where it started. Is it's just like people give you stuff, like oh hey, you must be a female because you're playing as a female characters. Like I'm not gonna say I'm not. But yeah, no, I, I don't. Sorry, I don't, sorry, don't have Mike. <laughs> I, I mean, to me, it's, you know, because, uh, like, what was it? Mass Effect Legendary Edition had a whole bunch of stats that it came out with, it, like, uh, like a few months ago. And they're, like, 75 or 65% of gamers played as male Shepard and, like, you know, a, a smaller percentage played as female Shepard. And I'm like, well, why? Like, why does everybody play as male Shepard? And I mean, it's just from the Legendary Edition and those people that allowed you, allowed them, you know, to, to collect data. But like, you're staring at this character for God knows how long in a video game. Yeah. And a lot of it is third person. Why would you not want to create, why would you not want to look at something that you like? You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it, it's it's great. I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I in Fallout 4, I am, I am playing as a, as uh Xena Skywalker, I called her, because Codsworth will say a lot of different names, and I like that about the game. I like when a when an RPG builds that element into it. Um, I just wish that they, like I was surprised that they didn't have like Luke Skywalker or Sky like Codsworth will call you fuck fucker. Uh, there's a lot of other shit he'll call you, but he oh, won't really? call you Skywalker. Like how do they not think of that? You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm I just it just a small little small little tick that I found there. Kind of yeah. curious. Can you space it out and then it'll say it, or you won't say Sky or Walker? Um, I I don't think because uh, I I think the game just recognizes what you type in, like because there is no there is no spot for first and last name. Oh, that's right. You know, yeah. It's been, it's been forever since I played Fallout Four, so I can't. Even oh, I I just like I, I what was it like uh, Battlefield Twenty Forty Two was announced and I was like let's play some more Battlefield Four and then I got really bored of that and then I went just back to. Like, I will literally just cheat, give myself a bunch of items, go into Fallout 4, and just be like, let's build a base. Like, that's all I do for, yeah. that, for that one round. And, yeah, it's fun. It, it, the, the story gets repetitive old fast, like, when yeah. you try to beat it a few different times. But at the same time, like, I got Game of the Year Edition, and I'm finding so many new things. Because I, I, tried, I tried different stuff every time I play. And I don't know if, if that's something that you do, too, where you, you find a game that you've played, and you're like, let's try something different here. Sometimes, yeah, it depends on the game. But yeah, yeah, one of those I'll usually try. Like, like with Skyrim, I won't talk too much about Skyrim. But yeah, I'd play as 
as a ranger, and then I'd try as, you know, melee, you know, great sword person, whatever you call them. Yeah. Why why do you say you won't talk too much about Skyrim? Cuz I'm I, it's 10 years old. Can we stop with Skyrim? <laughs> the stupid anniversary edition is so stupid. Stop coming out with the same game. Come out with part 6. Uh, I yeah I uh, I read a, I remember seeing a, a bunch of articles you know that uh, they were talking about Skyrim the Skyrim six and it's just like they're probably never like this is probably like four or five years down the road and you're just like no that yeah that that's upsetting that's really upsetting and I mean, people people keep buying Skyrim again so I don't that's why I like that I have it on PC because it's just like I don't I it it follows me through the generations it's followed yeah. me for ten years now. I, I, I do like the retexture mods. I, I know you said you didn't really want to talk about, talk about it, but... No, that, I don't mind talking about it. That's one thing I wish that they did, is that, you know, like what they did with Mass Effect Legendary Edition, where they basically overhauled the game to make it, you know, up to date. Like, this is, right. you know, this is this is where this is where we were, this is where we need to be at, and they it, it definitely seems like they upped the game quite a bit. Alright. With Mass Effect, do you, like most people, hate the Mako sections. No. The, the driving. Okay, I didn't either. I don't know why everybody complains about it. I still feel like Mass Effect 1 gameplay-wise was better than 2 and 3. 2 was good, but I just liked the, the, the weapon modding in 1 a lot. Like, I would, I always had, like, as one of my secondaries or whatever, I would have, like, a sniper rifle that could fire one shot and it would take mm -hmm. forever to recharge, but it just did so much damage. And I like that level of customization. And then 2 is just like, no, you get... You get reloads and I don't know. How how pissed off were you when they made that jump to thermal clips in 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 episode two? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, not pissed, but it was just like, man, I really enjoyed that and the Mako stuff. Yeah, a lot of it wasn't the most it, varied gameplay, but like, no. I still I still enjoyed landing on a planet and driving around. I I I will say this about Mass Effect Two. I think that. They have an excuse for how bad it was, um, because technically you're working for Cerberus at the time, and True. because Cerberus was such a small, I guess you would call it, you know, it was small in the planetary scale, and that's how you were fighting, that's why you didn't, that's why it wasn't like the original Mass Effect, that's why, you know, there was a lot of those adjustments and changes, and it didn't feel as, I, I you know, I, I, I hesitate to use the word here, but as grandiose as the OG Mass Effect, and, and that's when they decided to, that's why 3 might feel so much more better than 2, because they wanted to give you that experience that you were in a quote-unquote startup, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cerberus believes you. <laughs> Good luck. You have nothing. <laughs> I never played uh, whatever whatever the new one was. I mean, new was years ago now. Yeah. But what was that one called? The Mass Effect Three. Uh, no, uh, Andromeda. Andromeda. I never, yeah. I never played that one because I don't know. Three storyline wise, three just put me off the whole the whole series. Was it the ending? Yeah. It well, was. I curious it, it's not even it's not even that it was the ending is that all the endings were the same mm -hmm. pretty much that's where i'm just like i mean all these choices mattered except that they didn't at all like <laughs> i i can't i can't defend that that is the one thing i cannot defend i mean i, I wish that they're i wish that they did different endings like i kind of get it but at the same time it's like you poured everything into making you know a decision like everything 
like the, the small decision from Mass Effect One carries all the way through Mass Effect Three. You need to fucking make an ending that's gonna that's gonna bring to life that ideal, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, it's just too much for them to handle <laughs> having a storyline wrapped up that carry carries over all your decisions. But yeah, I, I mean, I, the integ- that's why I always chose integration. You know, with the Reapers, that's why I feel like that's the the quote unquote best legitimate ending, because you're just like, all right, everybody's sprinkled green dust, and we're now all integrated, and everybody and and everything just stops, and everyone's like, we're friends now, and I feel like that's the best ending that you can get. Yeah, <laughs> based on based on the three the three or four choices that you do have. Now, now in the legendary edition, do they have the new ending or whatever? Because I know they redid some stuff. It does. Okay. Yeah, they uh, every- the. Done that stuff. The DLC that updated yeah. it, um, air quotes there. The DLC that they updated it officially has the the new ending. And uh, to be honest with you, I I'm like a quarter of the way through Mass Effect three, and I'm just I can't find it in me to finish it. I just can't. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> kind of back to what you were talking about with Metal Gear Solid. I have a I have a love hate relationship with uh, cinematics and cutscenes. You know, I'm more of a let's dive into and start popping heads off. You know, yeah. So, it's been like, yeah, with with Metal Gear Solid, I enjoy the crazy craziness in the cutscenes, especially in like four where Raiden Raiden's just like flipping around, cutting up <laughs> Metal Gears with a sword. Like, I don't know, it's stupid. It's anime basically, but I don't know, it's fun. But yeah, then there's some games where I'm just like, can I please skip this? And one of those games that I have a blast with is Max Payne 3. That game is so good, but the load times are so bad whenever you're playing through that <laughs> game again. Like, the cutscenes take... You have to watch every cutscene, basically. That's oh. how bad the load times are. And it's... Yeah, even on an SSD, it still takes forever, and it's frustrating. Cause it's like, I just want to play this game. Like, the game is fun. But to me, always let me skip a cutscene. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm good because like, especially on replaying a game if you can't skip a cutscene it's just the worst yeah have you you've so that's right you you said you have played Fallout 4 right yeah forever ago oh um I uh even, like so uh it, it's funny because you know when it first came out on the 360 uh, there were some really long load times and I was like alright no big deal and I, uh, I basically upgraded to quite a powerful computer just simply because yeah. I, I was able to. And, you know, it, it was just cheaper to buy a whole new system to get a better graphics card at the time. And yeah, that's the way it is right now, pretty yeah. much, with, the, with this bot market going it, on. It's, it's not as bad as it was before, you know. But yeah. it was like, I could just spend, like, I could just upgrade my whole system for the same amount. And that's what I did. And I, shit you not, I had a five-minute loading screen on Fallout 4 the other day. Just, I, I, yeah, I rescued Nick from uh, Vault 114, I think it was, or whatever. And uh, I exited out of the vault like you always do. And it just sat there loading. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to go make a sandwich. And I did. I made a sandwich. I came back, sat down. I was like, well, it's about that time to where my game probably should be reset. And I hit Control Alt. And then, like, I heard the sounds coming to the headphone. And I was like, are you serious? Like a five to seven minute loading screen? Like, that's, come on now. That's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, that's that's one thing. I, like I, I I enjoy. Like I wish they would remake Max Payne Three because with you know SSDs and stuff, it's like let's get this let's get this done. Like it was a very good game. The multiplayer was actually fun too. Not many people played it, I don't think. But 
I actually have Max Payne three. I should probably yeah. I should probably download it and play it. It sounds is it is it very reminiscent of some of the other Max Payne threes that are out there, or not the other Max Payne three <laughs> the, the other Max Paynes that are out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they made some changes, like, if you're carrying a long gun, you can only use, you know, a pistol in one hand. If you're not using the long gun, like, you can't, you can't stow away a bunch of weapons, uh, which makes for some interesting stuff. Uh, but, like, the shooting just feels great. Like, I don't know, it's just one of the best third-person shooter experiences I've had. Alright, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Alright, well, I appreciate the lots of gaming talk here. I, I am a little curious to jump into some, uh, some, some Reddit questions, if you don't mind. How do you feel about answering some dating questions? Curious about that. I feel great about it. Alright, let's do this. Uh, so we have, a, uh, we have an unpopular opinion. So I, I'm just going to kind of form into the question. Uh, this uh, a D Dunathon, or whatever his name is, uh, said that you're an asshole if you don't tell your date that you're very disabled. And then he kind of goes into an explanation here. He says, I just saw a video on, uh, on Snapchat of this series where a disabled person goes on a, on a blind date. And I don't mean disabled as in like cerebral palsy. I mean like no arms, no legs disabled. Um, I feel like it's a dick move to hide something that is significant about yourself that could potentially influence somebody on whether or not they'd like a relationship. And he he does continue. He's like, yes, I know it's a blind date, but I believe some aspects are too important to leave until the day, uh, until the day of. Uh, the same could be said for somebody who had a criminal record. So how do you how do you feel about somebody who is severely disabled that that might make uh, like a, a little bit of more, uh, you know. And, and, and like you said, he's not talking about like just simple things, but he's talking about where it's like a heavily disabled person. Right. Um, I mean, I understand that as the disabled person, it'd be very hard to be like, hey, this is, you know, here's some of the problems. Like, mm -hmm. You're trying to put your best foot forward, mm -hmm. essentially. And, but like, but yeah, I mean, if, if I showed up to a blind date, it'd, it'd just be a shock because then it's putting on you to kind of accept all that in that moment instead of giving you some time to be like okay i know what to expect here yeah like yeah that's that'd be hard to i mean i i, I feel him because uh, it kind of goes along with the whole criminal record thing um I, I i know i have i have a friend who has a record and uh dating is pretty interesting because people will like google his name you know like girls will kind of get oh, you, you know like you you, you you exchange information it's like oh here's my snapchat or whatever and it's got your name there and you know i i mean i don't I don't blast women for googling his name. I feel like yeah. it's a little like I like your safety. Women's safety is number one, obviously, but like you don't just it, you don't just come out right at the gate and be like, "Hey, it's Brad." By the way, I'm a felon. You should know that I'm six five, and it's just like, you know, it can turn a. Uh, uh, I, I even said this yesterday, and I got a lot of hate for it last night. Is it turns a you know a a, a, a super like into basically a, a hard pass right away. I mean, it's yeah. good that you're getting it out of the way, but at the same time. Um, you know, like it, it can throw a huge monkey wrench into things right off the bat where a potential yes, you know, somebody could potentially, potentially get to know you right away. But if you throw some of that stuff like right up front, that's, that are, you know, pretty big, like a criminal record or being severely disabled, it can, it can really have a, a benefit. And it's, it's almost like dating on extra hard mode. Yeah, for sure. And with the criminal record thing, it's like people can change. Yeah. You can have a record. Doesn't mean you're still a piece of trash. Oh yeah, and that—that's not me defending it because I have one. I don't have a personal <laughs> record. But, yeah, yeah, like 
and, and it's the same for me if you're if you're on a dating app or something and you don't say that you have kids or something like just go ahead and say it that way it's not like a shock or something I, I feel you don't have to say their names or anything but you can just say you know I'm a mother I'm a father or whatever mom of two you know like that's that's it, it's a it's a give and take because a lot of times like I'll be swiping through tinder and I'll be like mommy of two and then they give like their dates of birth and it's like I don't really need to know that like I just oh, need to know yeah. your mom yeah um or it or like the profiles that are literally just that they're like mommy of two kids my world and it's like okay what else what else do you have to offer like do you like swimming do you like sports and yeah that's that's it i'm a mommy of two and it's like congrats uh, dope swipe and, left and, and, and my thoughts on it is is if you don't want to put it because somebody might swipe whichever way to say no yeah <laughs> because you have kids then they're gonna still not like you probably whenever they find out you know three dates in four dates in that you have children like i don't know i feel like that's just yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there, there's uh, there's a lot of easy ways to solve to solve these problems, and I, I do like it when people put things up front on their profile because I, I am I am in the dating field. Um, I don't uh, I'm, I'm single. I hate the phrase "single" as a Pringle because with a Pringle you can't just ha stop at one. <laughs> so um, I, I I do like saying that because it makes it easy to swipe left, swipe right. But the biggest uh, the, this this article or this this Reddit post actually is interesting because. It uh, the title just is you're an asshole if you don't tell your date that you're very disabled. It brings to light something else that I hate with people is that a lot of the comments that I see, um, people like didn't read the article, like they yeah. just straight up commented on it like it was no big deal. Uh, did you hear about the OnlyFans stuff that was going on? Yeah, I've heard about it. Uh, like I, I at first it was that you know they're gonna ban everything, basically everything their platform is used for and then it was like actually it's just you can still have you know nudes on there you just can't have i guess you know the more hardcore stuff yeah well that that was uh, that was something that i was kind of alluding to about the whole reading the articles like legitimate like it i think it was like not even two paragraphs in it's like only fans banning nudes and everyone was like oh my god they're banning porn and yeah. you're like no 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 no, 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 no. Like, literally within the first two paragraphs, it just comes right out and says this and this. And it, you know, yeah. it, it's it's been over-talked about now, but I'm just like, how do you not, how do you read the opener and then not get into the article? Like, that's what bo that's what bothers me is people will see a, a, a title and they're just like, how do you not read that into it, especially with something that th that's big? You know, I, I know they clickbait all the damn time. And it, it pisses me I off. Uh, yeah, and I, I think that's why they clickbait, because the more comments, the, the more interaction, the, you know, they'll, they'll get more hits and stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's fake. It's yeah, so fake. I mean, it, is. <laughs> it is, for sure. I, I got a good one here. Uh, this, uh, this... This, I did a little bit of research on this girl, and she is a, a super, super shallow individual. I love her. Uh, Abba Superfan says, I'm on a Tinder date. He told me he was 5'10", but I turn up and he's 5'6". We're basically the same height. Why did he lie? Just to have just have to get through this dinner. Cry emoji. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the height thing's... The height thing's crazy. Cause I, and I, I'm... I guess I'll get into it a little bit, but like, I don't understand why. Like, I, I mean, I'm I'm five ten myself, mm -hmm. but like, it really is. If on Tinder, there's literally profiles that'll say if you're not if your height doesn't begin with a six, 
Mm -hmm. Swipe right or whatever the hell direction. <laughs> but like, and it's, it's just crazy that. And, and again, this isn't a you know MRA men's rights activist thing, but it mm -hmm. is weird that you can't, as a man, say I don't want somebody who weighs over this, but as a woman, if you can say I can't have anybody that's in the five foot region, like that's crazy to me. Like you yeah. can control your weight easier than I can control my height. Yeah. I literally can't, unless you break my bones and do that technique where you stretch them out and have it heal up to make me taller. But yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that. That that's a that's a. I heard about that where they like can extend the bones and stuff like that, and it's like, ah, oh, that just sounds pain. That sounds not even worth it. Yeah, um, I'll stay. I'll stay at five ten. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was watching a, a random video that I came across last night where they were talking about. Um, kind of like the whole the whole disparity between men and women and this one this one gentleman had asked had asked a, a very interesting question where it was uh you know like if a woman can opt out of 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 being a mom kind of at any point in time because of all the different options that she has why shouldn't a man be able to opt out of it and it, there's the the two women that he was talking to one girl was like oh shit you're like that's actually a really good comparison i, I think i think i've seen this video yeah. yeah and then the other girl was just uh was doing the pol the politician thing where she was dancing around basically yeah. giving the yeah it was, it was interesting uh but one of the great comments that was on here because uh, you know she put just have to get through this dinner one of the great comments that i saw was uh but you're deaf staying around for that dinner though right you know free food yeah, is free. yeah it's like free food is free food <laughs> that's the same with you know with you know i want everybody equal also but with feminism it's like you want all the equal rights except for you still want your free <laughs> drinks at the bar like you don't want that taken away well like i had uh i went on a date with a very lovely woman once and it was it was fantastic because we went it was a very super chill date like uh i had never been to a local uh, a very famous local ice cream shop right and I I lived in this town for a number of years, and I just I never had been. I, and she's like, we should totally go. And I was like, dope. And I showed up a little late because <clears throat> I'm great like that. And uh, she had actually bought me ice cream, and I felt really bad because she paid for my like she it was an ice cream cone. It was like five bucks, you know. Yeah. Not that big of a deal, but like for me, five dollars is a pretty big deal. Like that's two soft pretzels at Quick Trip, you know. Like, it, <clears throat> to me, it's 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 kind of something good, and like. I didn't feel that connection. Like as soon as I got there, there was kind of some things about her that I wasn't really feeling. And then as we kind of got progressed on the date, I wasn't feeling it. And I kind of was like, I feel really bad that she bought, bought me this, you know, this I ice know. cream because like, I know I'm going to be like, no, thanks. Like, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. I, I think all dating should just be, you pay for yourself. <laughs> Cause, <laughs> Cause yeah, I mean, yeah. Some people will literally just use it as free food. I mean, I, I had an, I had an ex that uh, we went on two dates. I asked her to make it official, and she's like, you know, I, I have a couple of the dates lined up, and I was like, I would appreciate it if you didn't go on them. And she's like, well, one guy offered to take me out to, for sushi, and I have I had I have gone to take women out for sushi, and I was like, you know what, you go get that free sushi. Like as long as you don't do anything, you know, like don't kiss them or you know don't put yourself in a compromising position, you go get that sushi. Like I totally get it. Like that's cool. Yeah. I, I took her out to a, a local uh, steakhouse that did sushi, and it was like twenty-five bucks for like two two of her rolls. And I was like, "You're lucky. I really, really like you. That's that's quite a bit for me, you know." <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I have simple taste as far as not electronics. I, I have way too expensive <laughs> taste, but for food, I'm just like, give me a McDouble 
It's delicious. Like, yeah, a, a ten dollar hamburger is gonna be better than you know a two dollar hamburger, but yeah. not not eight dollars better. Like, it's 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 good enough. Uh, McDonald's McDouble is plenty for me. Yeah, you don't. I don't. You it's you can you can wow me with a dollar a dollar grilled cheese. Like, if you can make yeah. me a decent grilled cheese, that you can wow me. That's it, it's, yeah. <laughs> So I got a, a, a Auntie Ruckus. Can't really tell if uh, you know it, who this is, but it, uh, she's a, too afraid to ask. How would, or they are too afraid to ask? How would you ask someone on a dating app if they were born a woman without offending them? Uh, you know, he's he's uh, they. Sorry, they say I'm using the seeking women filter, uh, but some user results obviously aren't women, or they don't really much look like don't have that very feminine side. Uh, they're asking, what's a nice tactful way to come about asking them if they were uh, born a woman without offending somebody? Oh, wow. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, that's one of those things, just like the whole, you know, if you're a mom thing. Like, I feel like you should be upfront about how you were born, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, like, because some people, they're fine with that. Some people aren't. I know that's looked at as transphobic, but I, if, I don't know. I'm not getting into that, but... <laughs> But like, just put put it forth so that people know, so that you know they're not surprised. Yeah, and I did I did pick these questions because they were legitimately like difficult ones. Um, yeah. I don't know if you've been to the relationship advice or the R asked uh, R advice section. It is just filled with some of the most trash questions I've ever seen. Oh no, and, I don't go over to that side yeah. of Reddit. I. I go over there to, to every once in a while. They got some gems, which is where I come up with this, these sections. And I'm like, all right, let's let's you know let's let's dive into some questions. Um, uh, a couple a couple of people had some great answers, and it led me it led to a pretty good question. Um, lead into like if you match with somebody and you're not 100 percent sure, just ask them about kids. Like that's it, it, it's a great way to to kind of dive into it. And uh, this this was not my this was not my answer, but essentially. You know, it's like, hey, how would you feel about adopting a kid instead of having our own? You know, how would you how would you feel about ha- adopting a child instead of having your own in the near future? And you know that that leads the question to either they're going to be straightforward and be like, well, I technically can't have kids because of blah 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 blah, and you can get into right. it, or you know they might they might kind of blase it off. And I I know it, I know it might be transphobic, but you know some people are the way that they are. So yeah, and I mean I yeah. To me, that's that's fine, as long as you're not actively hating a group. I don't like. Yeah, you do you. I just personally would, you know, want a biological female. Yeah. For myself, not for my preferences. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There, there's 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 nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, so uh, kind of off dating because uh, a lot of what you see, like I said, on, on those Reddit's are are, are usually about dating or, or relationship uh right. shiro lover wants to know how to gain weight oh i don't have that problem <laughs> eat mcdonald's a lot i guess i don't know i i, lo- I love some of these questions because it it, uh, it it's you can't it it's like when i go onto those animal subreddits and they're like how little piggy here's blah 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 and like every every answer is go to a fucking vet yeah. you know you just, I can't di- like I like I can't diagnose what's going wrong with your with your piggy via picture or, or this. Like, take him to a fucking vet. Um, 
this is this is one of those advice questions. It's basically like like what are you trying to do? Like are you trying to plump up like you know Pillsbury Doughboy, or are you trying yeah. to get like hulked out? You know. Yeah. Yeah, and what's your diet right now? Like, are you because there are some people who can just eat crazy amounts and they don't gain any weight. And there's me who can diet and I still am a big old fat fat man. But but yeah, I mean it depends. I mean there's definitely stuff you can eat to put on some weight. Just mm-hmm. yeah, I I am curious about this take. Uh, that that was just one of the one of the ones where I just thought where it's just talk you know find a dietitian or talk to your doctor about what you want because you, you throw something vague out there you're gonna get some pretty vague answers and he did get some very vague answers um this next one is uh is a is a young young adult male who is i am an 18 year old male and honestly don't understand why i'm at the butt of jokes constantly disrespected and just pooped on in general like why uh is it the way i look speak walk is it my personality Am I too loud? I don't have a clue at this point. I've always been treated as less isolated, feel unimportant or worthless. In the end, I just isolate or remove myself from my group of friends. It's hard to find friends, and it really sucks. Is there any advice on how not to be shit on constantly? I always stand up for myself, but frankly, I'm tired of it, and I can't take it anymore. Any advice on uh, how to to not always feel like I'm at the bottom of my social circle? Some of that might be in this person's head. Like, there's sometimes where, yeah, like, I, I... Especially, you know, 10 years ago, I would not speak up ever, like, mm-hmm. because I was just afraid to to look like an idiot. Even if I didn't look like an idiot, I would think, oh, these people hate me. You know, there's 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 a lot of stuff that you interpret poorly. I don't know this person's actual circumstance. Maybe they are all making fun of them. Mm-hmm. But, but there's also a good chance that they're not, or they're just, you know, playing around with them and don't mean it. Well, one of the biggest things that I uh, that I realized when I was in the military is if I wasn't getting made fun of, something was wrong. Like yeah. if 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 I wasn't getting constantly shit on, or if I, I you know, it's like, you know, people would be like, "Oh, fucking Jared, broke shit." And I'm like, I'm not even like I wasn't even there, you know. And it it yeah. it, it, it was like it was their way of um, it was their way of ex- accepting me. And I, I I come to realize like a lot of my friends like if we're not making fun of each other constantly. Or if we're not kind of, you know, at least ragging on each other for a little bit, it almost feels like it's like, hey, Alex, you know, something wrong or, hey, Brandon, like, you, you doing okay, bud? You you haven't ripped on me at all this match. Like, is everything yeah. all right? So, um, you know, and I'm, I don't want to call him soft. I don't want to say that he's soft or I don't want to say that they're, uh, maybe he, he needs to, like, express to his friends that, yeah. uh, you know, that, like, hey, this is what's up. And if that's how you feel, like, I, I understand it. It's. I understand it's a it's a, a personal preference but as a young 18 year old male like dude that's that's a lot of what happens yeah yeah i mean and for me like my family does that we're you know we'll rib each other or whatever mm-hmm. poke, poke fun and i didn't realize it until like five years ago that because i whenever i was growing up i had a speech impediment mm-hmm. i couldn't say my r's and my name's brian so that's <laughs> you know my name's Brian isn't great but but i I, you know i i shockingly i went to a tiny little elementary school and they had somebody there who who actually you know did speech therapy fixed it and and i I only realized like five years ago that that's probably why i was so shy for a long time because i was afraid talking people are gonna make fun of me and yeah just eventually i just said screw it and just like i'll talk a lot more now than i used to (laughs) 
kind of came out that shell. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, like, literally, most people just thought I was, you know, just the quiet guy. Like, my family knew, I, you know, I talked to them, talked their ears off, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, in, in, in school and stuff, yeah, I just kind of just did the work and didn't talk to anybody, really, and now I'm... Now I talk to random people on the internet, <laughs> not just you. I'm just saying, like in games, like I'll joke around with people in, in in a Call of Duty lobby or something if their name's stupid or something. But I used to would have just not even have my microphone hooked up. I would have just had headphones, and that's it. But those yeah, more fun. Those Call of Duty lobbies, dude. Oh my god, I <laughs> I saw a comment the other day. It's like, kid, you wouldn't be able to handle a Call of Duty lobby. Like, it would destroy oh, yeah. you. I was like, oh god. I just, I remember some of those in like two. It would like, oh god, just a few Marvel years ago. Two. Yeah. Good that was Lord. probably the worst. The dis- the 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 sheer bigotry and and hatred that seethed and leaked from those yeah. lobbies <laughs> changed me forever. Yeah. Call of Duty does bring out the worst in people for sure. Well, maybe like Dota and League of Legends are worse. I'm not sure. I don't play those, but <laughs> yeah. But I've heard those ones are bad communities. I uh, I, I've tried to jump into a, quite a few communities with questions. Um, I I, I recently uh, so I, I interviewed a, a bunch of girls from OnlyFans. I interviewed three girls who had OnlyFans accounts, and uh, the first one I interviewed uh, was 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 kind of alluding to that she was poly, and we discussed it on on the podcasts. And I had uh, I had reached out to the polyamory community because I was like, I'd like to get a couple people who are poly to have an interview and talk about it, and kind of yeah. you know go a little bit more in depth. And I, I made a post, and what's interesting is that I, I try to look for specific people when I post, and the reason why I do that is because I know the kind of people I'm gonna get. Um, yeah, I've got. I had seven interviews lined up for the next week. You can probably guess who they were. All dudes. You know, all dudes yeah. are... It, and and I'd asked, I was like, I want a female. I didn't specify what kind of female I wanted. I just wanted a female. I, I wanted somebody... Yeah. I, you know, I was trying to be as inclusive as possible in my post. And basically, this woman just, you know, shit all over it. She was like, meh. I was like, I'm trying to be an ally here. Like, I'm trying to be inclusive. Like, I'm trying to understand you. Yeah. And the toxicity of just some of the, uh, uh, the the toxicity that's out there on some of these reddits or some of these, you know, in, uh, as you put it, um, communities is just, it's almost like if you don't conform to anybody, like you have like a hundred different people, you have to conform to a hundred different people's styles or you're just a piece of human trash. And it was like, you guys fucking suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, yeah, the polyamory thing, I, I don't understand it personally. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, do you? Again, <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I can't imagine. But it does, because my wife sees some like TikToks of polyamorous people a lot, and it, it usually is one guy and like three girls or something. It's like I don't know. I, I don't see too often one girl with multiple guys. It seems like it's usually one guy. Oh, the 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 gals the gals are there. Um, I I've, it is is um I was I was part of a a, a I don't want I don't think it would be a tri a trifecta or a triangle um but i was i was with a girl for a little while who was polyamorous and i was one of the side dudes that she just hung out with and it's it's a lot more common and from from what i see like it's because the dudes are like smoking you know like you see some of those yeah. guys and you're like yeah i date you like i'm a <laughs> i'm a total straight guy you know but like yeah i date you like no i, I get it um 
I've, I never understood polyamory because at the time, uh, because with how I operate, like I'm eight months into being single and I'm probably going to be single for another eight to 12 months. That's just a yeah. fact. And so when someone's like, oh, I want to be poly, it's like, I'm not going to have fun when you're off, you know, doing what you do on a whole bunch of other dates with a bunch of other guys where I'm just sitting at home like, hmm, let's play some more Xbox. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, how many times can you go on a date with Tim before I'm like, all right, listen, I, God damn it, I'm tired of playing Call of Duty. <laughs> You know, so yeah, I feel you. Um, and I'm like, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to like push you into like making some random statement that's going to get you canceled or get people pissed off. I really don't care, uh, uh, you know, what your stance is or who, who you are or what you have to say. I just, I want to like hear an interesting topic where I can be like, oh, let's explain more, you know. Yeah. So, um, so I, I, don't, I don't want you to feel like I'm trying to attack you here. This no, is... no, no, I don't. I just, I just know how some. <laughs> Some people, some groups are where they'll they'll feel attacked. Even if you're saying I'm fine with do whatever you want to do as long as it's legal, I don't care. I'll put it to you this way: the, the people that listen to my podcast are very much of the same mindset of being you. They're not going to attack you. They uh, they're very strong willed and they're very strong willed individuals to where it's it's going to take a lot of uh, you know it's going it, the, the saying is sticks and sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Words don't yeah. affect them. I mean, I've I, I know a lot of people. I. Okay, let me rephrase that. I know a few of the people that listen to my podcast. There, there are quite a few others that I don't know, um, but they wouldn't be coming back week after week with some of the shit I've said and continue yeah. to listen unless they're like, uh, "Do you know who PKA is?" No, the podcast. I don't what about I don't believe so. Wings of Redemption? The Twitch. No. Okay, uh, so PKA is this podcast of like three dudes. Um, it was called painkiller already and this dude by the name of wings of redemption is for lack of a better phrase a fucking shit show in and of himself he's he's a twitch streamer they started the podcast they did really good and uh people watch him on twitch just to watch the shit show like it just his his community is full of trolls he something something's always happening something's always going down and it's it's interesting content to watch and Eh, if that's what they get out of, you know, listen to my dumb face talk, like, cool, go for it. Watch the yeah. shit show that is me. I don't, I don't mind it. So I just wanted to make sure that, that, you know, it's like, feel free to open up and say whatever you want. Don't, I'm not. Oh yeah. yeah no. Yeah. I just, again, yeah. Not I want fair. everybody to know that, yeah, I'm good with everybody. As long as everybody's consenting, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jay Devermore has a question should i tip on takeout orders i understand tipping a server during a sit down uh, but i'm no but uh, am i morally obligated to tip on a two minute uh two minute maximum inter, inter uh, interaction where essentially i'm guessing you know you order through an app and then you walk in you know it's like oh your food's ready you walk in you, you walk out and you're done to me you shouldn't feel obligated to i I do it whenever they they swap the little iPad around and have the little numbers already there. I I, I don't hit no tip because I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. But like, but yeah, I mean, really, I, what am I tipping you for? Like, I paid for the food. Like, I yeah, I don't. I and and I, I like whenever I'm going to a sit down restaurant, I'm sitting down. I'm like I have a waitress or a waiter. I'm I, I tip you know generally about twenty twenty five percent because. Because I know that that's their wages. I, I, you know, it shouldn't be their wages. It, they should just get paid a good, good wage. But that's yeah, some reason how America is. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just 
yeah, I, I hate the takeout thing for that reason. Usually I'll get takeout because I want to avoid the tip, and then, <laughs> and then you want me to tip anyway. I don't know. But if they don't have that, I won't. I'll just grab the food and run away. Yeah, there's a the the app that I use to order one of my uh, well, I don't really do it as much anymore. But one of the one of my more favorite restaurants that I, I go to uh, has has the order order button, and they're like, "Oh, do you want a tip?" And, and I'm like, "Okay, this is it's called Noodles and Company, and essentially, you don't have a server. They're they're really you know you you yeah. talk you talk to the lady at the front of the ca- checkout, the cook in the back makes it, and then they slide it. They they call you, and then you go get it." Right. Why do I need to tip fifty? Like, what? Who am I tipping fifteen fucking percent here? You know, like, where's that money going to? And I'm Damn. like, that's interesting. Um, and then it's weird too because they're like, oh, they, we have a delivery option, and, and I click delivery one time, and they're like, oh, according to the third party apps that we have to go through, you know, your de- delivery cannot be complete. And it's like, why do you have a delivery part on your app if you're not actually going to deliver to me? Yeah. I yeah, know. I don't know. It, it, yeah. Confused. I don't ever do delivery. It's too expensive. I'd rather drive there. I I don't like delivery fees, <laughs> unless it's like a unless it's like a pizza or a sub joint that that delivers themselves. I've I've stopped using yeah. like DoorDash and stuff like that. It's it's too yeah. I, I had somebody at work who used to like he would complain about his money and then but then he would get like like you Uber Eats for like to get Jack in the Box from. I was like you just spent twenty dollars on a eight dollar meal just to have this delivered. Like I don't I, know it, it, it's throwing money down the toilet to me like. I mean, the convenience is nice. I will literally say I've used yeah. it. I've used it at some point in time. Um, like, I remember I was coming home, and I was like, I just want food right there and ready when I'm done, and I should be home in half an hour. So I ordered right off, and it was like, see, in half hour, I pulled into my parking spot in front of my trailer. The gal got out. Handed, she's like, are you Jared? I was like, yep, that's my food. And it was like, you know, it was perfect timing, so it was great. Yeah. But, like, I... It, the the convenience is nice, but sometimes I just can't just going. Well, my dinner is fifteen, and the delivery fee is fifteen. I can't yeah. justify spending thirty bucks on this. this. Is dumb. Yeah. So that's where, like, to me, if you're getting, if it's just for yourself, yeah, mm-hmm. I would, I would generally not do it. But if it's for a group, I can understand. Everybody can eat a little bit of that delivery cost, but yeah, then it might be worth it. But for those of you who who know me or or can see in the background i've just got two little two little parrots and you know they have a noodle or two and they're done so <laughs> it's it, it doesn't it doesn't make for for much here um no. so i i have a topic here and if you don't feel comfortable answering it because this is actually a heavy one that i'm really interested in i'm going to paraphrase it uh, I, I will, I, I will, I do do a lot of editing. I'm actually going to edit this podcast a little bit. So if you don't feel comfortable answering it, I can just edit it all out. The The question here is, should I expose my now famous cousin for sexually assaulting me multiple times? Um, like I said, I'm going to paraphrase it just simply because it's like a, it, it's a long one. But apparently when they were younger, uh, they're, they're both the same age. They were younger and they, uh, he, like if it, it sounds like that he was abused as a child like which is why he maybe felt like what he was uh it, basically he would flash her and and run around to chase her with his little with his little you know kid dick out and um essentially what ends up happening is it it sounds like he ended up assaulting another girl not too long ago but now you know but then it begs the question should i expose my now famous cousin and I'm kind of curious if you have a take on that, if you want to touch it, or if you want to just swipe life to Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to me, if you're comfortable with being, you know, 
seen as the victim. I mean, you are the victim. I'm not saying you're not, but mm -hmm. if you're fine with coming public with it, then yeah, to me, expose him so other people know that you know not to trust this guy in certain circumstances. Like, I, I know you know a lot of uh, you know sexual assault victims feel you know they they don't want that put on themselves, which makes mm -hmm. them feel more guilty that it happened to them. Which it, it's not right, but it's that's the way it is for a lot of people sadly that's how you know the you know a lot of people get away with it for so long like bill cosby for instance got away with it for so long because nobody wanted to come out it, it must be their fault in some way and that's yeah that's not a good not true but i understand that you don't feel good that it happened so you just mm -hmm. want to try to push it away but the problem is yeah it can happen to somebody else because you know nobody knew he was doing it. The the one thing that like I, I'm all I'm all for exposing people. I'm all for, you know, coming out in, in numbers. Like I mean with the whole Bill Cosby thing, it it seemed weird to me when he got accused and then, you know, just all the women started coming out and it got to such an absurd number that I was like, I don't know if I can believe this just because of the the sixty five women that came forward yeah. and you're like you're like, am I am I in a cartoon here? Like, is this is like, you know, obviously it's legit. Obviously it's real. Obviously he did it because he he did you know comp to it. But that's kind of where I draw the line is uh, in her question: Should I expose my now famous cousin? She did end up trying to expose him to the family early on, and I guess like uh, her cousin's mom called her an idiot and you know threw her off the bandwagon or whatever. But the problem that I have is where she says, my now famous cousin. Why yeah. why did you choose, like, why did you choose to do it now when he's famous before when he wasn't and go to some other length? Like, that's that's what gets me is, you know, I, I know that it's hard. I know I, I, I can't even fathom, you know, what a woman goes through or, or what a woman has to deal with when it comes to something of that nature because See, and, and i'll interrupt you for a second yeah to me even even you saying that there's men that, or boys yeah. that it happens to that and and i feel like that's overlooked a lot like mm -hmm. people like the whole teachers having sex with their students <laughs> like like a lot of a lot of guys would be like yeah man i wish i was me in school but they're they're, they're traumatized some people yeah. some kids might like it but they're still they're still being you know taken advantage of oh yeah and and it's ridiculous that that's looked at as a joke for a lot of people. Oh. I'm not saying you were saying it was oh, a joke. Yeah. I'm just saying you were saying women, and I'm just saying everybody. Like, yeah. And so I, I guess I'll rephrase that. I, I don't know how anybody has the balls to come forward and do that. You know? Yeah. The the the, sure. the uh, You know, to, I guess to use that phrase because like you're you're bringing a lot on yourself, and yeah. you know obviously we sh you know we should we should take a look at everything objectively, but when there's incentive like my now famous cousin it's like why did you wait till now you know i mean i, mean, I understand it's hard i, I also feel like it's weird to to even put that in there mm -hmm. like what does it matter that he's famous like even if he is just now famous i mean it, it there's a chance that you want to do it because he's famous so more people might be in danger that's possible but yeah it does feel weird that you'd even put that in the description like just I, I mean, it, it's it's almost like it's almost like she she doesn't want him to be famous because of what he did. He, he you know he, right. he shouldn't get ahead in life because of that. And I mean, nobody should 
nobody should get away with that period end of story but it just it you know like I, I wish that women felt a little bit more empowered to report said things or yeah. like anybody as, as you were saying earlier sorry anybody should have the power to report you know what happened to them or, or a crime that happened no matter you know what gender you are or who you who you are but at the same time um i i just i don't the the whole my now famous it it just kind of irks me in, in a manner that just it, it's almost like you you see an opportunity to where you could gain something from it and i'm not i'm not yeah. thrilled about it yeah it's definitely a weird thing unless it's just now that the person has name recognition somebody might listen about it mm -hmm. who knows somebody, somebody might yeah. listen a little bit more and, and and it might be taken advantage of i mean it's it's a good it's a good way to do it you know where you have more more eyes upon it it's it's like uh, those streamers when they get banned for something really stupid and their communities you know rides the wave and, and brings it all in and it's like that you know more women might pop up that were too afraid to answer so i mean right. there there are positive and negatives but again you know not to victim shame or anything like that but it's like you're gonna want to choose your words very carefully because you, you have somebody like you know oj's lawyer or somebody like that they could really pick you apart for just some of the right. most mundane dumb things that that you that you think are just nothing they can turn into something yeah so they're paid big money for that stuff so oh god you're yeah. gonna find something <laughs> god yeah there so i did i did see an ask reddit the other day um that says uh, what conspiracy theory do you think is you know like what conspiracy theory would you not be surprised is true? Oh no, uh, I mean any of the JFK ones. I mean, part of me is like I don't believe a lot of conspiracy theories, mm -hmm. like the moon landing. I don't believe it, but I can see where it could happen. Like I, I can be open minded enough to see both sides. Mm -hmm. Like I, I I don't believe in flat Earth, but I see people saying like, why would you believe it? Like why would everybody lie about it? And it's like I don't know, but it's possible <laughs> i'm not saying it is happening i believe that the earth is round but and the same with the moon landing like it the moon landing personally for me is probably the biggest one i do believe we did but it is kind of weird that we we did it then and then kind of don't anymore like we just go to the space station like i don't know it, it, there are some some you know sus things about it mm -hmm. use that term but like <laughs> yeah i mean I, I don't think stanley kubrick made that footage or anything but like i i can see that one i mean de definitely the jfk thing jfk one like somebody it wasn't just Har lee harvey oswald it, i don't think wasn't a crazy man in, in the in the book depository with with a with a sniper rifle acting by himself there was probably outside influences yeah um but. i like I, I love seeing that meme it's like Stanley Kubrick did, you know, film the moon landing, but he was so adamant about it being realistic that he filmed it on location. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just funny. Um, I, I think, you know, like, it's, it's funny because that you mentioned that it's like, yeah, no, the moon landing, like, why did we only go there for, I, I think it had a lot to do with the, the Cold War that we, that was going on at that time. Yeah, for sure. And then, but that's more, that for me, that's more incentive to lie about it. Yeah. To stage it and say, yeah. oh, yeah, look at, look at us. We're better than you. But at what point in time does going to the moon, like, when can you, you, you know, we brought back countless moon rocks, countless moon rocks. And it's like, at what point in time can we go, yeah, we've learned about all that we can with, with that, you know, like, how, how much more can we learn? Yeah, I mean, that's, I'm one of the weird people who I feel like defund NASA. I don't care about mm -hmm. space. Like, let's, let's figure out this place first. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff in the ocean that's not 
you know, not mapped or anything, not discovered. And it's just, I don't know. I just feel like, okay, we, we put a little robot on Mars. Okay. What is that doing for us? Not, I mean, yeah, we can research stuff, but is that helping us do anything here? Yeah. Um, but I, the one, the one conspiracy, uh, some of the conspiracy theories that I, I, I don't think that I would be surprised, you know, wouldn't be surprised if they came true. Like a lot of the cryptids that are out there, you know, like Sasquatch or the, the Jersey devil or yeah. something like that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if something like that had like, you know, I mean, shit, there, there's documentaries where dudes go out in the jungle and like this, this animal hasn't been photographed for 30 years. And it's like, yeah, you're in the fucking jungle. No wonder, you know, like yeah. some of these big forest, these forest reserves you look into and it's like, yeah, a, a big fucking furry mammal man thing could be out there. Very real. Yeah, I mean, it's just like with the ocean. Sometimes they find yeah. a fish that they thought was extinct or, you know, they find stuff that's like, oh, we had, like we thought this was gone. And here's here's one, but it's so hard to explore the ocean because it's, you know, deep down it's it's dark. <laughs> it's definitely hard to see everything. Like you can't get a good scan of everything. Did you uh, did you see that that it's it's on our all uh, the 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 at the bottom of the Mariana Trench they put a little camera down there with some light and shit. Oh, is this that weird thing that was like tentacles like? Or, I don't remember. I saw some weird footage of some something weird. <laughs> no, it it was it was like it was like a four K, four K sixty FPS like can't like it was super high def, oh, and no, it's was... it's just this little rover just chill like it's got this super bright light and it's just chilling on the bottom of the Marianas Trench and you just see all these cool little creatures swim by and you're like wow that's dope and then it, it shows some like just some barren landscape and you're just like fuck. Like there's, yeah. it's you know, <laughs> nothing. Just as, it's it was crazy, absolutely. Yeah, crazy. I don't I, I don't like water much. The last I like of... swimming in a pool. Like I, I <laughs> the ocean scares me. I've been to the ocean or to to the ocean one time, and I just I didn't go too deep because I don't like sharks. Jaws ruin me for sharks. <laughs> and, and then uh, like my wife will be like, oh, sharks won't get you. Like they don't they don't eat people that often they don't go to the beach and it's like but then i'll see footage on reddit or something where it's like you know somebody swimming not that far out and it's just like oh you got like five sharks around you and it's like that's the most terrifying thing to me even if they don't want to eat me whales can swallow you whole i don't care what anybody says they can yeah. just do it on accident no thank you that do you hear about that fisherman that was like popped? yeah 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 i was and like i use that as evidence against my wife i was just like look see it can happen it can happen have have you seen those? Uh, so you got a little bit of thalassophobia, then I take it. I guess I don't. I've never. Oh, that's the fear of open ocean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I definitely don't like. It's just. It's too. It's too much water. No, thank you. <laughs> I uh, I've been to the ocean actually a couple times, and like one time I went out and like I was walking around and I saw this little black mass moving in the waves. And I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck, shark, 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 and it just turned out to be like a bunch of seaweed that was just like right off the coast. And I was like, I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm done. I don't even care. You're right, Jaws yeah. ruined me. Have you seen some of those videos where dolphins are playing in the surf with surfers and it looks like a shark, and then they just jump out and it's a fucking dolphin? Yeah. God, yeah, that'd it, be scary. Yeah. I don't, I, I just like, also on Reddit, I think I saw, like, it was somebody in, like, a little shark cage, and a shark mm. gets half of its body into the cage. I'm like, that's the most terrifying thing. Like, you're supposed to be in this cage to be protected. Yeah. And this thing is a foot away from you with its mouth open, just trying to bite you. It was curious, and now it's fucking livid, and it, you're, yeah. you're right in its path. Like, <laughs> no thanks, bro. I, I, yeah, I don't like that stuff. 
it was a there was a discovery documentary that was that was on where the guy's sitting in a pool of sharks and he's like these nest sharks are really nice and they don't plot very much they don't do it and then all of a sudden just bam one hits him in his leg and it takes like i they show it and there's his calf is just gone oh, <laughs> it's wow. just gone and he's yeah. like oh maybe they do bite and you're like well yeah no shit sherlock it's like why would you they're like trying to dispel the rumor that like it was curiosity bites but apparently like they they went back and showed the footage and and, like the shark had been bumping him a couple times and it's like you should have he's like i should have known i should have known but at the same time i'm like dude the first time a shark even touches me i'm walking on water getting out of there there's i've been uh you know like i said i was from wisconsin when we first earlier talked i uh i was swimming and i i felt a I felt something in my stomach, and it was just a tiny little perch. You know, just a tiny little perch. Just hit my stomach. I shot out of the water like a fucking cannon. It yeah, just... I, I, I do not like fish. I, I refuse to eat fish because I hate <laughs> fish so much. I just don't like their eyes. No, thank you. I, I hate fish so much. Fuck that nonsense. God. All right, well, uh, Brian. Except, yeah? except for tuna. I do like tuna fish. Why? Weirdly. Okay. Well, I what? don't know. I just, as a kid, I had it a lot. So <laughs> it's just it's, it's nostalgia for me. I don't when we were when i was in the desert people would would steal tuna packs like mad crazy because it was super high in protein and, and everybody yeah. you know like that was our that was the life in the desert was a lot of people would just they're like uh what are you doing after work i'm gonna get my pump on it's like dude you've been doing it you know for the last 200 days like you can chill out and that you know all of a sudden the de fact is like oh like two tuna packs per person and i don't eat tuna so they'd be like oh jared go grab us some tuna and it's like all right and it was it was kind of it was kind of fun because when I was over in Kuwait, there was a two drink minimum. Like you could have two alcoholic beverages while you're over in yeah. Kuwait. And uh, let's just say, for someone who doesn't drink, I got paid very handsomely to yeah. conveniently go to the bathroom at times <laughs> after <laughs> after I after I order a specific drink. So yeah, um, it was a fun fun little way to make money. Brought back a little yeah. bit of memory about the tuna. <laughs> the tuna. God, I hated how that shit smelled. She was oh, ridiculous. I I, like I say, I, my my mom would make tuna salad, and I would just eat the hell out of that stuff. And so it's just a yeah nostalgia thing. Nostalgia. I don't eat it often, but it's still I'm okay with tuna. Dope. Well, Brian, I uh, we're about an hour and a half into it. I I really appreciate it, man. We we answered a, a couple difficult questions. One that was probably a little too weird for the podcast, but hell, I, I went with it. I, I rolled with it. I appreciate you sticking around for it. So. uh this is the part where you pimp yourself out if you want to throw out there your YouTube channel, uh, your Twitch. Yeah, I, I stream on YouTube. I tried Twitch. It keeps telling me that the stream stopped. So on right. YouTube, Paul, Paul Kersey, that's, if you need to know, it's the character, Charles Bronson's character from Death Wish. Oh, okay. That's, I don't know. I just like Charles Bronson. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I, I also do a podcast with my brother and our friend called Two Pizza and a Podcast our last name is peterson nice. um we're on like episode 124 i think oh snap yeah uh it's fun what's it about it's mostly just pop culture stuff i mean a lot of video games but we'll, we'll talk about movies. we'll talk about anything we, the, the one last week that's on youtube right now is is about the burger king chicken sandwich or whatever the hell okay a lot about that, but all right <laughs> we, we don't do like a specific thing but Usually, I, I have tried to come up with a dumb title for it about one specific topic. But all right, are you on like Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, all that stuff? 
I couldn't find it on Spotify. I, I applied to be on Spotify, but yeah, I'm on yeah iTunes, Google Music, whatever the hell. Everything except for maybe Spotify right now. Okay. I'm not sure. No, I, I know that, uh, I well, you know, Paragaming Productions is pretty unique. You'd, you'd, you'd slap that on in there. You know, it, it shows up. But, uh, like, I, I hosted a, a podcast about serial killers with an ex-girlfriend of mine that, uh, well, she took it over because we split. But, like, you know, it was you, you type it in and you almost had to get lucky and find her icon buried yeah. amongst everything. So uh, I've got plenty of time, dude. Um, you know, I'll, I'll link to all your stuff in the descriptions and all that other good stuff. So you get, you know, you get some shout outs and hopefully get some traffic from there. So I appreciate you showing up. Right, man. No problem. All right. Yeah. Hang tight real quick. I got some other stuff. And, uh, to all of you other crazy individuals out there listening, we love your faces and we'll talk to you later.